chapter twenty seven of the chief legatee by anna catherine green this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva chapter twenty seven she speaks hazen's face was frightful to see the more so that physical weakness contended with the outsweep of passion so great and overwhelming in its power and destructive force that to the two onlookers it seemed to spring from deeper sources than ordinary life and death and have its birth as well as its culmination in the unknown and all that is most terrible in the human mind and human experience anitra's eye was spellbound by it as it dilated upon this vision of unspeakable wrath and almost superhuman denunciation her own exquisite face filled with a reflected horror almost equaling his in force and meaning till the two awed spectators saw in this moment of startled recognition and the upgathering of two great natures the oncoming of some hideous climax for which the many strange and contradictory experiences of the last few days had not served to prepare them you hear in these words hazen loosed out his soul the keen cry of the wind running through the house was his only answer you hear he repeated advancing and laying a determined hand upon her arm you have made a mock of us with your pretended deafness what does it mean stop no more play-acting he fiercely admonished her as her eyes assumed a look of startled inquiry and wandered away in vague curiosity to the papers scattered over the floor we have had enough of that you cannot deceive us you cannot deceive me twice you played at deafness why because anitra must have some disability to distinguish her from georgian because you are not anitra because you are georgian after all georgian the word fell like a plummet into the hollow of that great expectancy ransom shivered and even harper's hard cheek changed color hazen only stood unmoved his look his grasp the spirit behind that look and grasp implacable and determined their influence was terrible slowly she succumbed to it against her will and purpose the will and purpose of a very strong woman her eyes rose in a painful and lingering struggle to his face then with a cry her drawn and parched lips could not suppress she flashed them in agony on ransom and this long-suffering man read in them the maddening truth they were his wife's eyes the woman before him was indeed georgian speak rang out the voice of hazen as harper realizing from ransom's face what ransom had just realized from hers stepped to the door and closed it the time is short i have much very much to do for my sake for the sake of this much abused man whom you allowed to marry you speak out tell the truth at once you are georgian yes fell in an almost inaudible whisper from her lips i am georgian 
then as he loosed his grasp from her arm and she was left standing there alone some instinct of isolation some realization of the mysterious pit she had dug for herself and possibly for others in this avowal of her identity wrought her brain into momentary madness and flinging up her arms she fell on her knees before hazen as under the stroke of some unseen thunderbolt you made me say it she cried on your head be the punishment not on mine nor on his then as hazen drew slowly back touched in his turn by some emotion to which neither his look nor gesture gave any clue she rose to her feet and fixing him with a look of strange defiance added in milder but no less determined tones a tongue unloosed talks long and loud you have made me give up my secret but i shall not stop at that i shall say more tell all my dreadful history yours mine i will not be thought wicked because i undertook so great a deception i will not have this good man's opinion of me shaken not for a minute what i did i did for him and he shall know it whatever penalty it may incur he is my husband his love to me is priceless and i will hold it against you against the cause against heaven yes and against hell here was truth to ransom it came like balm and renewed life bounding across the room he strove to seize her hand and draw her to himself but hazen would not have it his anger indeterminate before was concentrated now and not the white pleading of her face nor the warning gesture of ransom could hold it back traitress he cried traitress to me and to the cause you thought to escape what is inescapable do you know what you have done you have the rest hung in the air a sudden weakness had seized him and he sank faltering back into a chair harper pushed towards him still denouncing her however with lifted hand and accusing eyes the image though no longer a speaking one of the implacable and determined avenger georgian shocked into silence stared at him in a frenzy of complicated emotions to which neither of them as yet had given the key capable of relieving the maddening tension it is the pool the pool she finally murmured its waters have beaten out your life but he calmly shook his head it is not in water to do that he murmured give me a moment i've a question to ask i think a drop of liquor harper had flask in hand almost before the word had left the other's mouth the draught revived hazen he looked up at georgian i believe you so do these men believe you but you were not alone in this plot where is anitra where is the deaf and solitary one you dragged from the streets of new york to bolster up your plot tell us and tell us quickly where is anitra anitra do you ask that cried harper roused to speak for the first time by his boundless amazement and indignation you have described the body in the pool a description which fits either sister and yet you would make this woman tell us 
what you have seen with your own eyes he might as well not have spoken neither he nor she seemed to hear him certainly neither heeded anitra she repeated softly and with a strange intonation i am anitra i am both georgian and anitra there have never been two of us since i came into this house End of chapter 27